Hi guys, welcome back to D Rose Coaching. We're talking about in this segment, um, we're just continuing on small ways to improve your quality of life. And this segment, I want to talk a little bit about finances. And finances, it's always a really big stressor. I know uh, for me, it was something that I was always worried about and always stressing about. And uh, it didn't make me feel very good, right? Um, and then one day, I just kind of you know, had this revelation that, wow, I need to really set a budget and I need to stick to it. So creating a spending plan, what we call a budget, right? And tracking every cent that you spend to make and make sure that you're sticking to that spending plan. Now, as I've said in the other podcasts, you can do a 30-day plan, a 60-day day, 60 day plan or a 90-day plan. Um, it depends on your comfort level. If this is all very new to you, try 30 days and just see what you've come up with in 30 days. It truly does make a difference. Um, I started going in 30 days and then I started continuing it out when I started my plan. Um, you can scour the internet for tips on how to be frugal and then apply them to your plan as well. It's great. You know, cut your cable out, get rid of the landline, get rid of unlimited data. I mean, if you're connecting to Wi-Fi, what do you need unlimited data for? Um, consolidate errands so that you're saving on gas, right? If you're one to uh, order your groceries all the time, go to the grocery store and pick them up instead of ordering your groceries. I, I was doing that. I thought, okay, it was easy, single mom of three, working full time, I'm just going to order my my groceries and have them delivered while well, I was paying much more for those groceries and it was silly. So I started to cut time out into my weekly schedule to make sure I was going to the grocery store and picking up my groceries and I was saving money that way. Um, it's really important when you're doing this to keep track of how much money you're saving. You'll notice, I remember the first uh, 30 days because I was a paycheck to paycheck person, <clears throat> once I started budgeting and keeping track, I noticed I had saved $120 that month, $120. That's a bill. That was a bill for me. That was huge, okay? So then imagine 60 days from then and then 90 days from then. I was really doing well on this plan, and then I was able to, to figure out how to live a little bit more frugal, and I had no shame in going to the dollar store to buy snacks. No shame in that, right? So for the next you know, 30, 60, 90 days, whatever you want to do, try paying for everything with paper money and then take any of that change that you receive and put it in a jar and then watch how much money you have or how much money you've accumulated after that time period. You'll be surprised at how much change you've saved. There's even an app that if you were to use your debit card, which I, re I refrain from doing because you can overspend with your debit card, but if you do, there's an app that will round your purchases up and take that change and put it into a savings account for you. So a lot of apps that can help you with budgeting uh, and things like that. Um, do not, under any circumstances, buy anything that you don't absolutely need. You absolutely need toilet paper. You absolutely need shampoo. But you don't need two-ply toilet paper, right? And you don't need $60 shampoo. So cut back on that and watch what you'll be able to take that money that you save and be able to do. Pay down your debt with that extra money. 
put it toward a six-month emergency fund. Have to have an emergency fund. And then start setting aside money to invest. You want to make sure that you're investing. Especially, you know, if you're late, you know, later in life, like me, I didn't really start my savings and investing until I hit 35. It was a little late, but I had to start it at some time. And then lastly, I want you to take an hour aside, set aside an hour every day for the next, you know, whether it's 30, 60, 90 days to devote to creating one source of passive income. And I'll talk a little bit more about passive income in further podcasts because, again, finances are something that we always worry about in our day-to-day. But a passive income um, is just regular earnings that you get that aren't from an employee, okay, or not something that you get from a, a contractor, right? So the definition by the IRS, they say that passive income can come from two different sources, whether it's a rental property or a business that doesn't actively participate, you know, such as being paid book royalties or stock dividends, if that makes any sense. So if you wanted to talk a little bit more about passive incomes, I have some ideas and then I'll, that I'll be sharing in a future podcast for you guys. But just set aside some time to do that. I mean, you can even set aside time to do things like surveys online. You know, why not get, earn an extra $5 a day doing surveys, setting an hour, you know, aside to do that. So it's really, really important because you want to make sure that you're lowering your stress level of finances. But in order to do that, you have to take these small steps to improve your finances. And then overall, after a period of time, you'll see that these small steps that you're taking will become habits and you will improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, we will be talking about more ways to improve the quality of your life.